Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Reaction Therapy Podcast. I am Tom Stevens, your resident psychotherapist. We bring you the latest and the greatest of artist interviews, mental health topic breakdowns, and a chance for us to step back, talk about the aspect of mental health in all of our lives. Nick Stevens. I'm here. You are here. It's good to see you today. Good to see you. I feel like we haven't done one of these in a while. Haven't said anything about what we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. I mean... No, we're introducing ourselves first. Oh, man, I can't wait for this topic today. I'm always in for a mental health topic. Can we find a lot of you? Yeah, so today is a mental health topic. A lot of y'all have actually suggested that we do um, more of these, and this one specifically is going to be about ADHD, and I think it's I think it's an important topic to talk about. We've reacted, or you've reacted to a song by Joyner Lucas named called ADHD, ADHD. and uh, I think it's going to be, I think it's important to talk about, especially this in this world we live in with all of the distractions yeah. that there are. So I'm excited. I, I'm interested. I always love just hearing your insight on these because that's Thank basically you, what bro. it is. It's like I'm asking questions and you're just giving all the, uh, the knowledge. I'll give whatever I can. But you know, the day I'm waiting for is the day that we talk about relationships. I want a podcast on relationships. Okay. Let's do that. That's put that that's, on the, that, that's a back burner. That's a broad topic though. Like I think we'd have to narrow it down a little okay, bit. Okay, let's you know? go toxic relationships. Okay, that's pr- a pretty okay. main uh, subject that um, you react to a let's lot. Let's do that. <laughs> so put that on definitely. the list. That'll be on the list Coming for sure. Soon. ADHD. So, long story short, ADHD is not as prevalent, diagnosable. It's not as diagnosably mm-hmm. present as people think it is. Interesting. Half the world thinks they have ADHD. They actually yeah. don't. I think the one of the studies I saw was like seven percent. Maybe 15% of people might have ADHD, but diagnosable. But that doesn't mean, see, this is where people get tricked up. You can be distractible. You can feel impulsively drawn to things like, Mm. man, I see this thing and I start looking at it and it catches my attention. And all of a sudden I hear a sound and it's like it draws me over that way. But people with ADHD many times also get hyper-focused. So video games is one of those things, you know, where... They can get drawn in. It's like, how can they be ADHD? They're not bouncing off the walls. It's because they're so focused in. Second thing to mention today, we'll talk about, hopefully, is that anxiety and ADHD look very similar with the symptoms they show. So you're going to see the same behaviors in ADHD and anxiety. That's weird. Never know which one it is. Yeah, I've always, your first point you made was something i didn't even realize that adhd can actually be when you're hyper focused on something yeah it's not necessarily where you're focused on all kinds of like you get distracted easy mm -hmm. that's what i think of when adhd but i guess that's not always the case a lot of people get get lost on that because they think how does this child have adhd when they Mm -hmm. get man when they're interested in something they don't quit whether it's legos or a game or an activity and it's because their brain gets so locked in and, and hyper-focused. That has nothing to do with the ADHD. Like the ADHD part is they can be pulled away if something draws their attention or something distracts them. Okay. And they can also be very impulsive. So I need to do this now kind of thing. Gotcha. And so they lose sight of just hold on slow and steady. You know, it's just like driving a car, right? If somebody cuts you off, they can be impulsively driven that, to try to go past them. Is that... Like similar to OCD, where you could say you're like obsessively compulsive about something. Is that kind of similar to like what you're saying, where you like when you have to do something? That seems like it's 
a little OCD. But. Well, there is compulsiveness with OCD. So compulsiveness, that's obsessive compulsive disorder. Obsessive yeah. meaning, you know, that they cannot stop thinking about it. Compulsive means that I am pulled or drawn to do that. Impulsive okay. means, I don't know oh. how I'm breaking down all the definitions here correctly uh, with my English here, but impulsively means I am kind of triggered into something. So I all of a sudden get this feeling compulsive means I am kind of almost pulled or drawn like a magnet towards a certain thing. So if you're, com if you're a compulsive drinker or compulsive gambler or compulsive uh, eater, then it's what's kind of its magnet to you. Impulsive okay. means I'm going along fine right here. And then all of a sudden, if I hear a certain sound outside, I would just lose sight of this camera and be wondering what what that was out there mm. and i can't stay okay. focused on what i'm doing Interesting. hoping i'm explaining that right that's tom terms okay so um we've already kind of delved into it but let's do our intro um then we'll get into the main topic Woo! i hadn't even started the intro there it is well you kind of just jumped right in but that's that. okay uh i just wanted to get your it's not really a different topic it's adhd but what is your like experience with adhd um as a person but also dealing with clients every day. Well, I think you as my son would probably say you have experience with ADHD with myself and probably my other son, yeah. Tony, because True. we're very similar. And, you know, full disclosure here, like I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but I really do think, and probably it'd be more for me ADD today. I don't know that I have the hyperactivity piece uh, I think I did when I was younger. I think I was full-blown ADHD and I was all over the place, got in trouble all the time in school from just kind of touching things and like getting like just into things. Mm -hmm. But I, I just could not pay attention in class. And so I was labeled kind of that goof off person. I wasn't a bad child, but I was yeah. just very impulsive. Okay. So for me, I've tried medication. Like I've tried Adderall, I've tried Focalin, I've tried Vivance, uh, because at one point I had insurance that was able to pay for some of that. So I thought, and Jill was like, why don't you try it and yeah. see? Because ADHD medications go in your body and out the same day. So once they're done and they wash through your system, they're done. Hmm. An antidepressant or an anti-anxiety medication will stay in your system and you have to keep that going for days uh, to, in order to, for it to kind of level out your system. ADHD is great because... You can try a medicine and if it, you'll know right away whether that thing's working or not. And it was all, well, you saw it. Like mom, Jill would always be like, and your eyes look funny. Like yeah, you're not, did. I, remember I don't think it helped me focus better. Yeah. So then it tells me I don't have ADD, mm. like because that medication would be working. I tried all different doses, mm. different kinds, but I do think I have a lot of elements of that. I think my son Tony's got a lot of that, which is just, I've learned a lot as I've gotten older. Like, I don't think yeah. I'm nearly the same. But if you'll notice me, like things get left certain places or all of a sudden I get distracted with things. Very easy to do. So like, yeah. I was going to say a classic example when uh, you were all dressed ready for work and you left in your, your slippers. Yeah. Did that just uh, Monday <laughs> or, really? or Sunday. One of the days this weekend, I think I did that. Really? Uh, I think you and I were going somewhere um, and I had my slippers on and I had my, my sweatpants, my pullover and my house slippers. Yeah. And I was going and Jill's like, don't forget, put your shoes on. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember the story from a couple of years ago when you were, I think you were going to work, wasn't it? 
going to work anyway? Yes. Oh yeah, that's the classic story here. Yeah. You're right. It was the day I was going to work and I had my I had my nice slacks on, I had my sport coat on or whatever that I was going to work and Jill's like, um, I even was outside, I think. She's like, Are you gonna wear those shoes to work today? And I looked down and they're my house slippers and like I just didn't even think about it. Think about it, yeah. That's funny. So I think ADHD <laughs> is very prevalent more today than ever because our world is on all the time. Mm-hmm. And people learn attention spans. Remember, they used to say the attention span of a child was about seven, eight minutes. Because when you watch TV, like when we just had TV, commercials would be about every eight minutes or so. So you'd see an attention span that would bounce like that with children. Well, now mm-hmm. people are on all the time, right? They pick up their phone, they look at their phone when they have a break and a pause, yeah. and, and there's no attention span. Yeah. And I feel like, mm-hmm. um, not to relate it to reaction videos, but you can tell um, as a reactor, you can see view duration on yeah, videos. How long people and you watch. see like a lot of people, you can tell like even like you can tell the percentage of people who yeah. watch to a certain time in the video. A lot of it's a lot of people watch for 10 seconds and then if they're not off, entertained you know? or it doesn't hit them, swipe to the next. But I'll tell you, you asked about my experience with yeah. ADHD it goes way back. Like I've done mm-hmm. this job almost 30 years now and I, my specialty early on was children as young as 18 months old. So doing therapy with young children, I learned a lot about a lot having to do with children and ADHD obviously has found a lot in children with the behavior that they show. So uh, I have a lot of experience with it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a pediatrician. I am a therapist that works with lots of children or has over my career with ADHD and with anxiety and with, mm. with not. And the thing that I've seen the most is that children with ADHD grow up with a lot of anxiety because they're always pointed out, they're always corrected, they always struggle to stay with things and people mm. see that as a behavior problem when really they need to see it as an opportunity and a chance for them that they need help. I can see Nick get distracted with his phone here during this podcast over and over. You'll notice if you play back this podcast, you'll see him look down every time his phone turns on for a message, right? That's a good example. Nick does not have it at all. Like Nick's not even (laughs) close to ADHD, but that's what you would see where it's not him. Like if he had ADHD, he would not be trying to get in trouble. He would not be trying to look at his phone. But if a flash of light comes or a sound it hits. And so in school, imagine with 20, 30 children in a classroom mm-hmm. and kids who are like, yeah. and they're moving around and they're looking around that it dist- anybody who is distractible will really struggle mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. So teachers get frustrated, parents get frustrated. And what I've had to do with therapy is deal with the anxiety, mm-hmm. the stress, and the struggle with children's self-esteem, mm-hmm. not try to fix ADHD. What you do is ADHD a lot of times can't be really remedied till high school because their brains aren't fully developed. And yeah. so you can teach them coping skills, but they can't remember them the next day when they get to school. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, th- I think that point, they just called me out, basically. Um, even, I can just see it out of the corner. Of my yeah, head. but even even though um, I might not have ADHD, I think because of the world Society. we live in and because of now, all like whenever, when anybody sees a light, you're going to be like, oh, wow, what's that? Um, and I don't know if or back on my in, Apple watch here when it buzzes. Yeah. Like I don't think back in like when you grew up, I don't think no. that was a big issue. Like you just kind of, cause mm-hmm. you didn't have it. And now when you see light, you automatically like, Whoa, what's that? Yeah. 
So, interesting. Okay, let's go into the main topic, obviously. Um, and it doesn't change. It's ADHD. I want to. I have some questions written down that I came up with. Oh. Um, and I don't know if about you that. probably will be able to add some to it. We've already talked about some. Okay. Of them. Let's talk. Uh, first one is what? What is the root cause of ADHD? Like, people are are they born with it? Do they get it over time? I just want to know what kind of the root of that is. I feel like a lot of it, again without being a medical doctor, but a lot of it to me is is kind of that inborn innate thing. That is a chemical, that's a genetic, that's a generational thing that goes from one person to another. It can also to me be really exacerbated. Like I said with society, I think you'll see more people. Yeah. Again, we are going to talk about ADHD today in terms of just the general. Mm -hmm. If we're talking about diagnosable, I don't know if it's super different. It's probably more today than ever, but it's not mm -hmm. as much as we think. Yeah. I believe ADHD in general is uh, are the behaviors we're going to talk about, like the impulsivity, the distractibility, you know, children or people who have trouble completing tasks. Not so much the diagnosable. So we're going to talk in generalities, but I think the root cause is number one in chemical like generational, it's genetic. Number two, I think it is learned a lot of times too from people who are in high impulse, high distractibility situations, children who grow up in chaotic environments at home, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, trauma-induced environments at home, a lot of yelling and screaming, TVs on all the time, uh, no quietness, no stability of routine. So when I look at people's home life, I can tell how distractible they are. Just because somebody's distractible or impulsive doesn't mean they have ADHD, but we're going to kind of label it as that today. Okay. So people who get impulsive and distractible, they can fix it. But you notice you went to college, right? You lived in a dorm, okay. which means you lived with other people. Mm -hmm. It's kind of you're enclosed. You can see people who just can't seem to settle down. Mm -hmm. And you see people who need their quiet, people yes. who need to have their door closed, they need to go to maybe a part of the campus that's quiet by a tree or a library. Like that's kind of forced quietness to get the job done. And there's other people who will listen to music with the TV on and their phone while they study. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's great, but yeah. there is some evidence I think to point to people needing sound or needing music, a distraction, not something that pulls you away from what you're reading. But if I'm reading something, and I have a sound going so that I don't hear the, the people in the hall or I don't hear the cars outside, yeah. it can really help people focus. Yeah, that, that brings back a lot of memories from college because uh, I knew people and I was a person who had a little bit of both. I mean, I had I lived in a dorm that was pretty loud a lot of hmm. the time. Um, There's a lot of noise going on, a lot, like just random hours. It would be three in the afternoon and it would just be <laughs> or, three in the or three in the morning. But a lot Gosh. of times I was asleep and I didn't really wake up to that. But yeah, I mean, I, I kind of had both. I mean, I had times where I'm like, I need to watch a video while I do this. And it, it depends on the stuff you're doing too. Mm -hmm. Like if it, if it's something that's really important that you like studying, for example, that might be something to where you can't really listen to things. I, yeah. I, I bet people can do it, but for me, if I were to watch something on TV or to listen to music while I'm trying to memorize something, mm -hmm. that wouldn't go well for me. But like, if I'm just doing a task that I just need to do like math questions or like writing a paper or something like yeah. that, I can do while listening to stuff. It's it is it is interesting 
how there are people who are just wired different ways and they can it's amazing well, how some but you can, can also see some people who for instance have a laptop yeah. have a phone have headphones in have a tv going yeah. and it's not helpful i know some That's people will tell too. me <laughs> i really like studying with my phone or a movie on or something and it's not helpful they think it is but they're actually really not productive meaning they could take two hours to do a 30-minute assignment That's true but they feel like they need that. And so you take some of this stuff away and you say, well, how about if you just take 30 minutes and focus on this and then you can go watch your, a lot of people don't understand their own learning style. So I think we That's grow true. up getting used to things and we need to teach young children how to have quiet time, mm. how to have concentration time, how to have focused reading time, even or listening to music, how to study because yeah. the ADHD stuff for even adults, we just compensate and we cope with it and we make excuses for it, but there are ways to be able to conquer it and get better from it. Yeah. Cause it's frustrating for a lot of people. Uh, it's yeah. like, mm -hmm. where are my keys? Or I left this and I can't figure out where I left it. And people who regularly either lose things or leave things in yeah. certain places mm -hmm. and they don't keep track of what they have. And like you said, you keyed in on it, important. When something's important and you see it as important, you focus on it, right? For yeah. all people. Mm -hmm. If a relationship's important, if you get a new cell phone, it's brand new, all of a sudden it's more important than the old cell phone that really yeah. they function the same way. If something or someone's important, we tend to focus on it. With ADHD, if school or work or a task isn't important, we turn it off like it's not that big of a deal. And yeah. that's what you have to do is teach yourself to make whatever you're doing important. Okay. Um, next question I have is like, I, we've kind of already gone through all this, but why and how is it such a problem for people? Like some people really have issues with concentration. So what, what causes it to be like severe? They have zero, uh, number one, zero coping, not zero. That's extreme. They have very poor coping skills. In other words, their brain, especially for grownups, like teenagers or adults, they might say, I know what I'm supposed to do. By our back door is what? A key ring. Yeah. We put our keys on it. So mm -hmm. when we're leaving, we can get our keys. And when we come home, we put our keys there. That way they're not on a counter. They're not in between a couch cushion. They're not in the bedroom or bathroom. They're in the same place every time. Yeah. I can call out my younger son, Tony, who very Never. often either puts it somewhere in his room, which is a disaster. Like that's hard to find. Meaning to find the keys is a disaster because it could be on the floor. It could be on the, the desk or it's on the counter in the kitchen. Or it gets put in a bowl like of kind of stuff he has collected. And when you go to get the keys, what happens? Because he'll be leaving for school in the morning or he'll have to get somewhere to an appointment. Can't find them. Yeah. It's not him trying to say, I don't care and I, I don't mind losing my keys. It's him saying, I know I need to put them but it's just something that he doesn't see as important. Like it doesn't yeah, yeah. really matter. Nick was telling me we were talking about taxes, doing our taxes mm -hmm. earlier today. And Nick's great at Excel spreadsheets and he has all his stuff on Excel spreadsheet. And he said, you should, he told me, you should put all your tax stuff because it's a big business we have and we've got a lot of numbers and expenses and income and all that. You should put it all in a spreadsheet. And I said, if I knew Excel, I think I could, but I don't know it. 
And so what do I do? Last minute taxes. And his is done in less than an hour, right? It's all finished. So that's, oh, I don't know about that. That's another example Soon, of yeah. me not yeah. being able to have that be important enough for yeah. me to go do that. In other words, uh -huh. I could learn Excel. I could have somebody help me do it, or I could just literally write down everything I spend all year as it goes, which would be the smartest. But I think a lot of people who struggle with ADHD uh, get used to the habits. So we form a lot of poor habits to cope. Mm. We drink coffee, energy drinks, vape, smoke, alcohol. We do a lot of things that video games, uh, a lot of stuff. We, we do a lot of stuff that is not helping ADHD. Mm, Somebody who doesn't have it like you or like Jill, my wife, they don't have the same struggle. It's hard to even know what it's like. But a lot of times it's like constantly losing things. Something yeah. seemed important and then all of a sudden, you know me, like here with what we do, I have sheets every time we do a live stream. I have sheets I write people who, who donate or give memberships. I have stacks of sheets. Stacks. They're important because the stuff's on them is important, but it's just more sheets. <laughs> not going anywhere and so yeah. for me it's like i want to be able to do this because it makes me feel in control but it's not a poor coping skill i should have another system interesting okay um now let's go into like he's like whatever with that no but really the important thing is the key when you said important yeah I that mean, was a pretty big key priorities man and if something's not important we don't but a lot of people with adhd what's important is what's right, right in, front in front of them, of them now yeah. that thing two days ago was important but I've forgotten it by now. That's why when distractions come in, like if if you're around somebody with ADHD, it's best to not distract them because then they're just going to be focusing on whatever you put in front of them. So I actually, I do watch that for you and my brother. Whenever y'all are like focusing on something, I really try to be like, okay, I'm going to wait until they're done with whatever they're doing before I put something else in their face because yeah. I don't want to distract them. Like yesterday, for example, at work, you were going your busy day mm. and I didn't want to distract you. I didn't want, I wanted to tell you something, but I didn't <laughs> want to tell you because then I'm like, maybe he'll forget something that's important. So that that's a tip maybe for me, for somebody who doesn't have ADHD yeah. to, if you know people that do try not to distract them, they're, they're dealing, dealing with it. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, but, and the other thing Jill's gotten you good at doing is saying, let me know when you'll have free time. Mm -hmm. Let me know when you won't be distracted or let me know when you have a break. And then it's kind of like, I can, I can pay attention to that. But yeah, so much of the time it's hard. I noticed you doing that and I was super busy yesterday and one of my coworkers stopped, you noticed in the middle and said, Hey, I think we have a question for you. And it's like, I'm in the middle of like nine straight people back to back, no breaks. I've got to go get the next person. Otherwise, I'll get distracted and it'll be five minutes later and it's like, I'm supposed to go work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's go on to like steps to take um, if you have, if you struggle with ADHD. So what are some like, just really quick, like three quick steps that you can take if you have ADHD and you're trying to, obviously it's not something that's probably going to go away automatically, but mm -hmm. What are some steps you can take? Well, notice not in the moment of impulsivity or distractibility, yeah. but when things are chill, notice the things you usually get stuck on. What part of your life typically stays messy? What part of your life 
in what part of your life do you normally get frustrated with yourself? Like when I mentioned keys or shoes or picking things up, like I can't ever find these, this type of clothing, you know, to get ready for work, or I can't, I can't ever keep things organized. Like notice the areas in your life that you get really frustrated with yourself in and write those down, like write down the things that you are struggling with, the things that you would like to do that you don't. If you have ADHD or if you feel like you're even close to it, find somebody who doesn't, who has what you want, who's really organized or structures, kind of like Nick with the Excel spreadsheet thing. Find somebody who knows how to organize and then latch onto them, ask them like for some help because this is learned fixing. When you're a child, it's not as much learned fixing. You know, you have to create a structure for children to kind of weave in between. But when you get to be a high school and above is when you can really conquer. I think a lot of people have said, if you, by the time you're 25, you don't completely tackle ADHD, you will not. It will stay there forever. Mm. I think I've tackled a lot of mine. Like I don't get super off track and maybe part of it's my work and I stay on, on task with what I do and I try to not let too many things go by before I fix. Like if I have two things to do and I go outside to do them and I see two other ones, I try to finish the things I need to do and then mm-hmm. go to the next thing. Yeah. But create lists and follow through with them. Do not just create sticky notes. Mm. Don't just create lists that you're just gonna add more lists to. Like at work with my assistant, what I do with Jackie is we have a list on notes in our iPhone that we keep the key things that need to be done this week. Call this person, remove this this appointment, change this. And every week we carry over the notes that were not done last week to the next week. So all the other ones go away. And so everything's almost cleaned up every week. Mm. But a lot of people struggle with ADHD, just create list after list after list. And it's like, now I'm stuck and I don't remember where I'm at. So Mm. I want you to be able to create a list that you complete. Things you know you need to do and don't go to bed without getting those complete. Okay. So know where you're stuck. Know where you get frustrated with yourself and try to create. I know it sounds crazy to say create lists. I don't mean create endless lists because ADHD people will say, I've done that. I've written down a list of what I'm supposed to do and I can't ever seem to finish it. Well, you have to commit to yourself finishing, checking off and making sure this is a reasonable list. If I have a list Mm. in front of me that has 20 things on it and I only have time to do three, it is not gonna be helpful. Do the things that you can do. That's the important point I think is doing things that you can actually accomplish. Like I think it's terrible in any way, not just in this, but in anything, don't put out, don't don't try Mm -hmm. to do things that you know you won't be able to do. Like. If you can only fit in two things a day, then only put two things. Don't try to put four. Um, myself being an overachiever a little bit and trying to do, I try to do way too much. Um, I I put too many things on a list. like, And I somehow, either I cram them in and I don't do as well on each mm-hmm. thing, or I just won't get to it and then I'll beat myself up over yeah. it. So that's something... That I need to work on. Well, that's sure. kind of that's... the opposite piece, right? Of ADHD, where yeah. you get frustrated with yourself until you finish a list. Yeah. ADHD people yeah, are like, "Look, yeah. that list is over. <laughs> I'm on to the next day. I don't even know what what got done on that list." Yeah, and it's like they forgot amnesia that that stuff ever happened. Interesting. What would what would you call that? What's the opposite of ADHD? 
That's probably the compulsivity. So OCD. <laughs> That's it's not OCD, but it's that similarity. Like yeah. I have to keep control of this all the way. Yeah. It's more of a compulsivity. Controlling disorder. <laughs> you could name one. I don't know. Yeah, I can come up with a disorder, guys. But you're right about the victories. You need a win. You need positivity. You need to have a growth mindset, like a positive mindset of like, yeah. put down what's reasonable. Don't yeah. put down, I need to completely redo the yard and clean things up. I'm going to vacuum the whole house. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go, you know, plant this and grow this and fix it. Don't put things you know you can't do because it's going to set you up for failure. True. Okay. Last thing um, before, well, at least another another point. Um, and we've already touched on this too. Do you think that social media and technology have hindered yes. people in this area more? <laughs> just, yes. Just say those yeah. two things. Unless you say, should they be wiped away? Yes, they hurt. Yeah. They're not good. They're great for information. They're great for, you know, relatability. They're great for connection with people. They have a lot of great things in them, but they are not helpful when mm -hmm. anything having to do with ADHD. You know, the only thing that could be helpful is potentially an app where you could have meditation and mindset and control. That's why yoga is so good, by the way. Yoga teaches people to slow down and pay attention to your body. And so when you, for instance, you work out, you work out to grow muscle and you do it religiously and routinely the way you lift and how you do things so you don't hurt or pull anything. Yeah. Yoga teaches you to slow everything down and not create power and big strength, but control. And yoga would be very good for anybody with ADHD just to learn how to slow themselves down and be able to get control in life. In other words, like my mentor of mine said, you know, whenever I'm really frustrated, I take the longest line at the store. I stand in the longest line. It, it forces me to slow down. And you yeah. just get in the longest line on the road at the stoplight. It, and if you get irritated, that's where you should be. Yeah. So it's trying to teach you not to take shortcuts. So what I think people need to do is slow down. Man, what was that? It is a new series we're starting. All right. So what that noise is, is whenever that comes up in a podcast, that means we're doing this new thing that I came up okay. with. So we're going to call You're it here first. We're going to call it the quiz game. I don't have any. I don't know what <laughs> else. Let's we can let call somebody it. else name. So that. if y'all anybody there. else can come up with a name for this, I wanted to do it. So basically what this is, is we're doing similar. If y'all remember trivia with Tom from yeah. a while ago. Uh, we used to do that. It's kind of similar to that. Mm -hmm. um, each podcast, at least mental health wise, maybe we'll even do it on the artist, uh, like spotlight, not the mm -hmm. interviews, but the spotlight. Yeah. Um, we're doing a game where we, I asked Tom trivia questions that I already have come up with, and it spells out a word. So today's word is going to be ADHD, and the answer to each the question starts with like the qu first one is going to be. It, the first question, the answer starts with an A, and then got it. Yeah, so that's how it's going to work. We're going to have a time limit. Um, today's time limit is two minutes. So let me put that on the clock right now. Oh, I like it. Um, so we're going to have a timer, and this I'm going to be so able to ask cool. you questions. And once the timer timer runs out, then you have to stop. Two minutes on the and clock. If you can answer all of these questions, then on our next live stream, we have to give away memberships. 
Wow. So if you answer all these correct, we have to give Got it. memberships. I want to be able to give memberships. Let's so, do it. You have two minutes. I want to get it's going to be right. four questions. Let me make sure I can. Got to do this correctly. I don't want to start it before I get the questions pulled up. Yes. Here. This is new. I did not know this was coming. Yeah. I came up with it literally yesterday, but that's cool. All right. Um, timer starts. This will test the people to see, like you said, the attention span if people actually stayed this long into the podcast to watch. Yeah, I know. It's true. Okay. So three, two, one, go. Eminem is definitely not this. Oh my gosh. What is that? A, um, a, Eminem is Asperger's? Defi- Hold on. Before you say anything, <laughs> Eminem is definitely not this. Not? This Come is on, Tom. hard. Come on, Tom. You, this, everybody not, knows this. He's not. On, put it together. He's Slim Shady. Think, think about Eminem. ADHD? Okay, well, let's move on. Move on. We're going to move Can't on. Can I say pass? You can say pass. Suicide Boys title is the name to one of their songs. A girl named blank oh, and a pack of cools. Was that the first one? You have a minute left. Okay, go ahead. A girl named blank and a pack of cools. Drool. Okay, it's one. Got one right. NF has a song titled Blank Myself. Hate myself. H, hate okay. myself. That's two. Here is a, a shout left. out. A proud supporter of Reaction Therapy goes by this on Twitch. Uh, Twitch. D. Pr- proud supporter, supporter of RT goes by this. Drizzy. Okay. J. Let's go zero, back zero. to the first one. I'm going to give you a chance yeah. to answer this one. You have 30 seconds. Come on. Eminem. I already read it to you. Eminem is definitely not this. Appropriate. No, I'm going to let you keep guessing until the time runs out. Uh, you're going to be so mad. You're, I know. You're going to be really upset with this. Not, which means he is something else. Uh, not, I don't know what A is. I mean, it's a crazy question when you think it's coming out of the blue. He's not, I don't know what it is. Five. Yeah. Four. You love it, don't you? Three. That I just don't get two. it. Nick doesn't want me to get it, I think. Okay, timer is off. The answer is afraid. I am not afraid. Not Eminem afraid. Is definitely not afraid. Okay. So, so that then literally that threw me off. Okay. So anyway, that that's gonna be our game. There was two minutes on this one. ADHD. Love that. Unfortunately, no memberships for all y'all, but we'll, we'll get them next time. If y'all have any like cool questions, I mean, y'all won't know the. The, the letters maybe i'll come up with the word and then what if it's like to... depression or we do or yeah i mean long... there might be some wrong words i was thinking of doing like reaction therapy for the first one but i'm like that would take be so, so long forever. so since we're talking about adhd yeah. i thought it would be perfect to do adhd today so that was the game i think it was very cool. fun and also this sound right here dang that might be during different points during the podcast so we could do it like two minutes and i could press it and okay. we'll go straight to that there you go. so it's at random times i thought this would be a good time for this but i'm gonna just press it randomly it. during podcast and we'll do that so anyway and memberships will be gifted so if y'all want to be a part of this i let me know and then i can come up with the word and then ask y'all for questions mm-hmm. um to ask too cool so, all right let's go back um <laughs> Any last thoughts on um, ADHD, and then we'll get to a Q&A. Big thing to know about ADHD is 
Look in generalities. Quit worrying so much. Anxiety, depression, ADHD, about diagnosing things. We need to get off the train of diagnosing so much and look at the symptoms, okay? Don't feel so negative if you've got yourself labeled as ADHD. Look at why. Distractibility, impulsivity, trouble completing tasks. Just look at the general symptoms of what you've got going on. It's no big deal about being diagnosed. It's a big deal about what you do to cope and what you do to resolve the issue. And when you're a teenager or above, you can heal a lot of this. It's just like training a muscle. Okay, cool. Well, the ADHD, we might do a part two to this, um, but basically that. Love it. We'll do it. We have some questions now, so let's go into our Man, Q&A. I thought we already did the questions, and here we go again. Right, here we Love go. it. Q&A time. Um, and I, I will put these on the screen as okay. well, so you all be able to see Very what nice. the question is. First question, and I'm not going to, there's a lot of, I asked it yesterday on the community tab, so that's where I will put these on our community tab on our main channel for now. Oh. Um. So there's a lot of these, won't be able to get to all of them, but I'll do my best. First question, how do you explain what having ADHD is to someone who doesn't have it or understand it? I've never really known how to explain it to people who don't have it without sounding crazy. Yeah, well, we talked about that a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. that, you know, for you to not, it's hard for you to relate to because you don't have the same impulsive drawing, but if you pay attention to earlier when we talked about Nick's phone, which is now upside down on the table, yeah, by I did the that way, for a reason. <laughs> that was a good example. When you say to somebody, I like using stories or metaphors or whatever, that you know, it's like if somebody has their phone sitting up in front of them and a message comes up, so your phone kind of lights up, right? Mm-hmm. That some people are impulsively drawn to look at that phone. Now, almost all of us are with our phones in today's world. But an ADHD person lives like that all the time. Mm. If a sound happens outside this window over here, an ADHD person could be drawn to going out and opening the window and looking at it. They're not trying to get in trouble or anything, but it might be, I need to go check that out. If all of a sudden a thought comes in my head because you and I are talking about something and you mention Mm. something about cookies and I'm wanting to, to get some cookies, I might think, I need to. I need to check. I need to order some cookies or I need to look because I think I found an email that did. The, I'll get distracted off of a word that said a phrase, a statement, a song, a smell, a sight. So the typical way to describe to non ADHD people is I get distracted very easily when I'm not intending to like I could be focused on something and get pulled away by somebody that stops me like Nick says, hey, all you trying to do is ask a question, but it could take me totally off task. Mm. Impulsive, meaning all of a sudden I feel the need to, to just get up and move and distractibility, meaning distractibility, impulsivity, and well, those are the two main things. I think I said completing, completing is the other thing, distractibility, impulsivity, and completing people with ADHD struggle with doing those three things. If you can explain it to people, they might start something well-intentioned to finish. If you tell an ADHD child to clean their room, They're going to start cleaning their room. But what happens when they get stuck with the Legos that are on the floor Mm. and they want to build Legos and so they start getting distracted. But if you tell that child, go find the towels on the floor and put them in the basket or go pick up the things that are on the bed and put them on the shelf or something Mm. specific in the room, not the entire room, you'd have better luck. So distracted, impulsive, 
and com- non completing things are the big deals. Mm. So like the last thing you're saying is more like more task oriented, like specific tasks to do instead of just saying oh, it's more like the part rather than the whole narrow like, it down. Don't just say clean your whole room, but have different yeah. specific like, or if you know, if you're an adult, you wouldn't ask your mom, your mom wouldn't tell you to do that, but you could think yourself, okay, I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. either this section of my room or this specific thing yeah. I'm going to try to fix today. Even like for me, someone who doesn't have ADHD, if I'm have a big task, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to do the, I'm going to focus on this yeah. part so I don't get overwhelmed mm-hmm. because even, even people without ADHD can still have doses yes. of it. I feel like at yes. some point, like, well, and most people don't have ADHD, right? Yeah. So we have symptoms of distractibility, impulsivity, yeah. and trouble completing things. And so everybody has bits of that. Yeah. But if I say to you, hey, Nick, for the end of the day, uh, can you just get your room clean? Or if you tell yourself, before the weekend's over, I want to get my room clean. Yeah. If you find things that distract you or they come in before that, you won't get to that. Mm-hmm. But somebody who's really drawn to order and focus... <clears throat> They're going to put the room ahead of everything else. Sure. So most people who don't have ADHD don't understand. They're like, just do it. Like, yeah. just, just don't have all the sticky notes everywhere. Like, just do it. But it's not that easy. Like telling a drug addict to just don't use. Yeah. It's not that easy because it's the impulse not. to use kicks in. The impulse to do something or go to what's fun or nice kicks in. Okay. Let's see. The next question is... Is it my ADHD or my PTSD that causes me to causes me to not feel the passage of time properly? Not sure if that makes sense or not. Well, those are two really different things. Maybe like pa- so passes of time. I'm trying I, to without the situation, it's hard for me to totally yeah analyze it. But typically, PTSD is going to be a bigger a more monumental thing that's happened, even if it's not a huge PTSD, even if it's like it's a car accident Mm -hmm. or it's, you know, your parents divorce and those are huge things, but they're not like I was in war and I watched people die right in front of me. And no matter the level of PTSD, that many times can spur on distractibility, ADHD symptoms. So you can develop that, I think, from PTSD but you're not going to develop PTSD from ADHD, right? So yeah. I think the ADHD is is not as much going to focus on the aspect of time, except for the fact that people with ADHD can lose time, mm-hmm. if that's what you're asking. Yeah, can, so, in other words, the whole day can go by, and it's like, I was supposed to do these three things. There's another part that I didn't read. Um, so often I feel like it's only been 15 to 20 minutes, and suddenly two hours have passed, and I have no idea where it Yeah, went. so that's not typically your PTSD. That's going to be your ADHD. Okay. So your PTSD is going to be where you kind of dissociate and you zone out and you, mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, are, let's say you go to, I'm making this totally up, but let's say you experienced, um, you were in a store where there was a, a holdup, a, a robbery, and you're safe and you got out of it, but somebody came in with a gun and they screamed and yelled and then they left. They, you, you weren't hurt though. And then if a year later you're at this, you know, celebration or this place, this restaurant, and you hear a voice that sounds much like mm-hmm. the person. It's not the person, but you hear a voice that is similar Sound to that like, day the yeah. store got robbed. You would now all of a sudden 
lose track of time because you'd be kind of in shock a little bit. That's an extreme example. I would say ADHD does more of what you say. Okay. Um, so next person, is it really difficult for me? It is really difficult for me to to stay focused. Is there a way to just be focused and how do I stay focused? Simplify life. So if you want to follow good directions, it's going to be simplify life and say, what is it I'm not staying focused on? Is it work? Is it a relationship? Is it a task at home that I need to do? Is it a project? Is it, you know, my finances? Is it my physical health? Whatever it is in life, what am I not staying focused on that I get frustrated with? And when you get that, if you come in my office, I'd say, let's put that down and let's see what it would look like if you did stay focused. Well, I'd be spending four days a week doing this, or I would complete the task that I need to before I leave the house instead of all, that's why I always think making the bed when you get up in the morning is a good thing because you come home and you realize you have a made bed and that was one good thing that you did that day. So it's, it's narrowing down. Remember we're always talking about simplifying. So simplify the things you're really frustrated with not completing you want to narrow that down and say, what can I do to complete that and not let the rest of the world get in the way until you get that completed? In other words, I can't go out and experience the rest of life until I make sure I get this done. But realistic expectations, don't set yourself up to do three hours worth of yeah. work or chores or completion tasks when it's not reasonable. Okay. Two more. Um, first Man. one is... How bad? There's a lot of questions here. I know that's trying really to get cool. to as many as I can. How bad can ADHD get? It seems like when there's such a when there's a combination of ADD, ADHD, depression, anxiety all at once, and make it more extreme. It can get pretty bad. Meaning, people can really struggle, and especially if they're not like monitored or they're not controlled. They're not in an environment where they can kind of be. It's almost like bowling, right? When you go bowling, and the when children bowl, they put those bumper guards in. So the children never bowl a gutter ball. It's like that. The more you have those, the more you stay within the lanes. And people who have jobs at home, for instance, children or college students who have class where they have to do their homework on their own and they're yeah. not watched very much, it can be very difficult. And when you're out in the world and you're left in a job, for instance, let's say you work at a grocery store and your job is just to stock products on the shelves and you get distracted by people or things. You might not even get half of what you're supposed to done because you were too busy getting distracted with people and things and stuff right. like that. So you need to be in a job where you make sure you complete one task after another. So it can get pretty bad, but yeah. most of the time it's manageable. And most people with ADHD, Nick, don't get help. Yeah. Most people don't stop and say, I need to learn how to pull my life back into a manageable perspective. I talked yeah. to somebody recently who said, I think part of it's because I get up late in the morning and I don't get off to a good start and I don't, and I feel like I'm kind of defeated by the beginning, of, by the middle of the day. Yeah. And I want, I probably what would help me is to get up earlier and get started earlier, but I don't want to have to wake up earlier. And so mm -hmm. they're all, that's self-defeating and it gets very frustrating doing that. So it can get pretty bad, but it is manageable okay. if you have somebody help you. Um, the last question is a good one. It kind of goes off of what, what the last question said. How do I, how, how do you get focused at work? I'm still getting distracted and can't help it. So like at work, how really again, that? simplify by the end of today, if I was successful, I would have completed what like plan. Most people with ADHD 
say, forget planners. I don't want a planner. I don't want anything to live by. And I'm telling you 100%, it doesn't have to be religious, but the more you are scheduled and planned, it's like us doing reaction therapy, right? When we record podcasts, when I record reactions, when we do live streams, those aren't thought of the day of. (laughs) We have to think ahead so that number one, we're relaxed and in the right frame of mind. And number two, everybody out there can see when we do it. Too many people with ADHD who are distracted or impulsive go with everything right up in here. Yep. And they don't learn that I need to follow a system. Yeah. It will help you. It doesn't have to last forever, but you need a system, whether it's a color-coded system, uh, a timing system, written down things, but you need a system. I'm telling you, for, for me with Excel, it's great, or a spreadsheet, because you can, you can color coordinate your different tabs and stuff mm-hmm. and have different lists. It, for me, yeah. that helps. But And look at college, right? When you have a calendar like you did and you put, and a lot of college students are like, I don't need any of that. You do. <laughs> but you. it's like they fight it and fight it and fight it. But the reality is when you put your major test dates down, when you put your assignments due down, when you put your events when you're going to go home and see your family, when you put a football game that you're going to attend and you just start putting things in life that are a part of your life, you start looking at your schedule like, oh, so if I'm gonna have like chill time, it's gonna need to be Saturday morning because, and you start seeing your life. And the biggest thing is, especially like when you go to college, because I just got out of college, so I know this, um, big thing of college is like meeting up with people, like, hey, do you you wanna go get lunch? And like, if you don't have a schedule and your schedule's all in your head, you're gonna be like, oh, I don't know if I have this, I'll just go with you and whatever is, like some people can miss class like that or yeah. miss a big thing that they need to be at or miss another meeting that is scheduled that you didn't write down. Like there's a lot of different things like that. Having a schedule is yeah. so big, but that that's me Facts. because I love schedules, but that's just me. Well said. I think that's why this channel is the way it is because <laughs> you're so good at being in front of the camera and being the present the spot that I'm so good about scheduling it out and making yeah. sure we have Great time for everything. Teamwork. It, it works. So, um, Get yourself a Tom and Nick combo. Combo. <laughs> anyway, that's the last question. Thank you all for submitting your question. No, no I kidding. Didn't get to no. all of them, but if we do a part two, I'll definitely we need come back to, do to this. The rest. So. Yeah. All right. Um, so we did. I didn't mention it at the beginning, so if you've listened all the way here, I'll tell you now. Um, if you want to see an extra episode where me and Tom do, there's another little quiz that we're gonna do on this next oh, extra boy. episode. So has to do with ADHD. It'll be a fun time. Um, it is for Patreon and YouTube members. Just four bucks a month is all you need. I know, minimum um, to right get there. that and uh, a lot of other content as well. So we'll be doing that right after this. So um, thank you all for watching. Have anything else to say? That is it. Thanks so much for all your support, for being a part of this, and for watching the Reaction Therapy Podcast channel. All right. Thank you all so much. We'll see you on the next, next Reaction, Reaction Therapy, Therapy Podcast. Podcast.